Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Food Scientist Podcast, or welcome if you're a first-time listener. Either way, we're glad you're here. I am your host, Amy Zajac, and I am here with Brian Pierce. Merry Christmas, everyone. And Danny Sussman. Happy holidays to those who celebrate. Yes, there's lots of holidays going on this time of year, and we're very close to Christmas, though. Yes, it's Christmas Eve when this drops. So, that said, before we move on... If you like us, or if you don't like us, we don't care. Follow us on... Why are you listening if you don't like us? You know what? I My life has been filled with people who I'm pretty sure don't like me, but, like, love to hate me. Which is okay. Enough to listen? As long as they listen, I guess. Whatever. Yeah, like, if, if I'm... listening, <laughs> you're listening. Right? Like, I was, I would think I would make a, some portion of Team Brian angry. <laughs> you do. Trust me, you do. Right. And they keep listening. <laughs> and vice versa. And I love those people that hate my opinion. <laughs> I mean, I don't have to suffer. If you're yelling lives. at Danny via the podcast, you should call us on our listener line. Yes, yes. Exactly. Go for it, Amy. On 402-YUM-FOODS. And if you're listening to Danny and you're like, God, he is so right all the time, I need reinforcement of that and confidence. So call for that, too. Or if you live in the real world and want to say, no, Danny is not right about something, Anything. At least you also can give that opinion. Or if you want us to eat something, give us suggestions. And if you want to give host Amy condolences, you can do that too. <laughs> but just know that we might use your, your sound clip on the podcast. So we don't want any surprises. So. And in the unlikely event you have something to say about Brian, you can do that too. Wow. But you, no one brought that up. That it was a possibility <laughs> that people would want to talk about you. I mean, they had to have opinions on like, some of the stuff you've done, especially on video. People don't like the way I say coupon. No, Do I don't like the way you say coupon either. <laughs> you say coupon? Coupon. Or yeah, coupon? it works so perfect with the, the DQ app, the decoupons. It My, works perfectly. We're not even right talking way. about Dairy Queen. Why aren't we talking about Dairy Queen? My, we always should be talking about Dairy Queen. On. Before we move on, my mother says coupon, even though they are coupons. And now Either way is socially acceptable. Go we're ahead. We're going to move on. So you can call us. Follow us on social media, What's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Our phone number, once again, is 402-YUM-FOOD. Please call us. Rate us, review us, whatever. We, we like the hey, attention, Amy. especially Danny and Brian like the attention. What are we talking about on this week's podcast? This week, we've got food experiences and food news per usual. We're get, But the food news is going to get a little expanded this week. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk about dipped pretzels and Kit Kat Chunky Bars. So, yeah, so, yeah, this is something we don't have in the United States. I'm excited Well, we have that. Kit Kat Chunky, but we don't have the flavors. Not these flavors. Mm, not these yeah, flavors. So, so, fun stuff, fun to, stuff. To kick us off, Brian, I know you had some sort of experience this Oh, weekend. yes, well, okay, so I was at work, and I you noticed... You work? I know, I do. Wait, this what? isn't your only source of income? No, this podcast, believe it or not, I could, but, you know, I just I want to fill my days. You so, don't want to live on sugar alone? Yeah. Uh, he well, does. I do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, His well, endocrinologist says otherwise. Yeah. Um, I was walking by the little area that has treats, and I saw a bag of marshmallows, and I was like, who thought it was a good idea to have marshmallows as a treat, as a snack? Were they, like, full-size marshmallows? It was mini marshmallows, but then I see next to it little uh, Keurig, little K-Cups, for hot chocolate. So I was like, oh, okay, oh, that So works. there's an angel among you. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, I buy that. You know, I've never had uh, the hot chocolate, you know, packs like that. So I thought, I'll well, try cur- one of those. You've never had the Keurig. The Keurig, yeah, yeah. So like I, I want to try hot that. hot chocolate from a packet? That's no, no, no. The packets, yes, but the 
Have you ever Stuff had like hot that. chocolate not from a packet? We've had hot chocolate from a packet on the podcast. It was right. Oreo flavored. Right. Have you ever had hot chocolate not from a packet? Flavored how? No, just like, like chocolate flavored. Like you like, take hot milk and like, you put yeah, chocolate like syrup on that. Yeah, like chocolate syrup or something. You go to the fancy coffee shop, you hand them $8, and they give you a <laughs> hot chocolate like you I did know, in Danny, Chicago. I can repress that memory of you spending That's $8 That's because it didn't even happen to you, Brian. He didn't make you spend $8. I know, but still it hurt me hearing that he spent $8 on a regular hot chocolate. It wasn't a regular hot chocolate. <sighs> it was a delicious hot chocolate. Anyway. So anyway, Brian, how was your <laughs> hot chocolate? So you had the powdered version. <laughs> well, I guess I... Yeah, I'm guessing that's what's in the K-Cups. So I'm having that. I'm enjoying it. I put some marshmallows in there. But there also were Oreos. And I did something I've never done before. I was dipping Oreos in hot chocolate. You've never was, done I that? know, right? What is wrong right, with you? Right, exactly. That's why I warned you ahead of time. You Ooh, might be Oreo. shocked. We I had know. the Oreo hot chocolate. And now you're going to tell us it wasn't that good. No, it was very okay. good. Okay, thank you. Here's the shocking thing, an, an additional shocking thing. You didn't go back for seconds. Oh, no, I absolutely did. Okay. <laughs> he, 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 he had all the hot chocolate and all the Oreos. I was how many packets of hot chocolate do you put uh, per cup? No, no, this was the K cups. It was only one. Oh, so if you, I only do one, you no. couldn't load it up and make it super dense. <laughs> oh no, and this it was it was the perfect amount, so it did work out well. But we also had snack cakes, and we had nutty bars. I thought, ooh, I'm gonna put a little garnish in my hot chocolate and put a nutty bar in there, and like dip it and try eating it. Did that it work? Did Let it melt. It did nothing. It did, did the melt? nutty bar at least absorb some was hot chocolate? Was the hot chocolate, chocolate hot? A li- oh yes, yes, but the the chocolate coating made it like it didn't permeate it so like sure where i had bit off like that got a little soft but it didn't really change or enhance the flavor at all so live and learn i guess so speaking of living and learning Mm -hmm. um do you expect i do this so we can talk about my own shames in this but when you have hot chocolate from a packet Mm -hmm. do you experiment with other mediums such as such as like you know, instead of using, you know, for a beginner, they might, instead of using hot water, use, like, a warm milk. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the packet says either, you know, to right. be... Or, um, right, um, I have been known to um, use coffee instead of water. See, now, my work used to have packets of hot chocolate. What a way to ruin I would, hot chocolate. I would put coffee with them. What right? I do mm-hmm. is I put coffee creamer in hot chocolate. So no coffee flavor, mm. but the flavors you could like whatever they are. So like the French vanilla. Yeah. Oh, I bet that could be good too. Yeah. So yeah, because that's that's one of the best ways to save cheap coffee, like office coffee. You just don't drink coffee, folks. It's no good. Uh, oh, Amy. That was like for a long time that I, until I realized like just what I was consuming, uh, it, just like quantities of sugar. I was like, why am I like crashing so hard? Um. On cruise ships, right, I, I cruise a lot, they would have out just, you know, unlimited packets of hot chocolate, mm-hmm. and that's by the coffee machines where, you know, that's the source of hot water because they have all different teas, too. But, like, for a while, that was my drink because I would just, like, make one of those. But I would use, it was a small cup, and I would use a lot of the, the powder. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just, I've cut back on that because you're like, well, that's actually a lot of sugar. Yeah, you know, after I had, well, okay, after I had my Five. Oreos dipped in the hot chocolate and the snack cakes, I was like, ooh, this, I don't need more hot chocolate right now. Yeah. But I, you didn't say, ooh, I don't need more Oreos. You had more Well, right? that's, that's Oreos, uh, not hot chocolate. Yeah. But one of the things the Minnesota <laughs> casinos have that not, they, we don't see all over is the self-service beverage stations. Mm-hmm. And there's one of the casinos by us now um, has a hot chocolate powder dispenser. 
And then I've done that now, too. And, and that was weird. You pointed that out to me, like, a few weeks ago, and I didn't care for it. Like, I needed a lot more chocolate. Like, I needed to hit that well, pump, like, yeah, seven so what more is, times. Is they, have, they distribute their sugar and sweet and low and splendid and all of those. Mm-hmm. It's a little machine. And you push the button, and it says one button press equals one packet. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that the hot chocolate section of that is like one sugar packet of hot chocolate. Yeah, it was not a lot. I tasted like I was just drinking hot water. But I, um, I didn't have that. But I hit the button like six times. I had like a good half an inch yeah. of the hot chocolate mix. So, and then I added their terrible coffee. But you hardly tasted it. But it gave the Give a nice depth to my uh, sludge. Yeah, All right. a little, little more of a thing. Well, Amy's my, my like food enough experience. Of the yeah, <laughs> going on to my food experience, which is very different. Oh, you're the host, of course yes. it is. At we were bonding over like we didn't even get into like you put hot chocolate powder on ice cream, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So there's lots of stuff you could do with that stuff. It doesn't help with the K cup thing that Brian did. Anyway, no, you're dunking Oreos in it. No, he's just saying there are different things different you can do with different things. Yes. You know, our listeners are listening for education in many areas. So they got dipping and yeah, uh, some mean, inspiration for the pack. Many areas. It is perfect hot chocolate weather. It is. Uh, what do you think about the marshmallows? Should we get the marshmallows separate or marshmallows in the pack or neither? I don't, I don't like don't marshmallows. I don't need them. No, I did. The uh, for this, I did put them in there. They melted. That was nice. That was fine. I don't need them. No. Have you seen? I'd rather use like the Lucky Charms type marshmallows in them. Well, with the little packets that come with it, that's kind of what they are. And they're yeah. really hard, which really doesn't do a lot for me either. It's just like you're, you, you have little chunks in your You can buy like, cereal uh, marshmallows on their own. You don't have to buy the cereal with them. And those are gross. They're not really marshmallows. Yeah, they're not. They're not. So, so what's your preference, Danny? Uh, my preference is real marshmallows. Um, mm-hmm. That was my $8. Me or large? Um, it matters less. Um, I would say this homemade marshmallows are really good, like uh, or a house-made uh, one. Those are super good. The other thing that I have seen, there's a bakery in New York that does a fancy hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. That has. Is it $8 or $12? Oh, it's probably a lot. Um, is there alcohol in it? No, but what it does is they have this little cup that, um, it's a little chocolate cup that they drop in to mm. the hot chocolate and then the cup melts and there's like a marshmallow inside of it that opens up like a flower. Hmm. I will share that video okay. with the group. Now, I'm going to be very hosty here Yeah. and say I, uh, controversial opinion, not a big fan of whipped cream on my hot cocoa. Oh, I was going to ask that, too, because uh, there's something that I used to get in college. They called it Mexican hot chocolate, which was Mm. cinnamon in there and whipped cream on top. And, ooh, it was delightful. They put a little nutmeg on it, too. Sometimes put a little cayenne in there, too. Oh, yeah. yeah, Whipped cream just detracts from the cocoa. No. It, It dilutes it. If we learned anything from our podcast a couple weeks ago, it should be that Brian and I can consume ungodly amounts of whipped cream, hot chocolate. I like whipped cream, just not on my hot chocolate. I mean, I don't hate it. I won't give it back if it's got it on there. Side note, with those whipped cream videos, I had many people ask me what was wrong with me, which I don't have an answer, to be honest. So... Find, find those videos. We, we put one on YouTube, one on uh, Facebook and Instagram. So if you want to see me eating way too much whipped cream. I think what, And Danny feeding me whipped cream. 
I didn't feed the two. And Amy's flinching he from did. Brian trying oh, to yeah. get whipped cream on her. Because <laughs> someone uh, sent me a screenshot. <laughs> like, he's your mama bird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I did first. Yeah, I did yeah. uh, the thing that combat I got comments on was the fact that I put the can of whipped cream on the table, and you just instinctively ripped the lid off and shoved that thing down your throat. Yeah, notice the whole can. instinctively. Instinctively. Yes, the whole can. <laughs> it disappeared. I didn't get to taste it. Yeah. <laughs> I put the full can in my mouth, got the whipped cream, took the empty can out. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's gone. I'm going to move on now because you're just reading your phone, Dan. <laughs> I'm trying to find that picture of the It doesn't help with the listeners. Oh, hey, Amy, no. you had a food experience that you wanted to share. I did. And that's kind of how they oh, sorry. I'm sorry we're out of time. Thanks for listening. Merry Christmas, everyone. Where's the food scientist? Thank you. Good I night. will edit you out. No worries. <laughs> yeah, we've always been worried that Amy's going to make this a solo podcast. It's just right. going to be her, be her. talking. So why would that, so she just means this time yeah. of and year. Probably, she just enjoys our company, brings us to our the studio to waste our time just to hang out with us. At this time of year, a lot of normal snacks and candies and whatever do holiday-themed and shaped things. Mm-hmm. Or ho, ho, ho's. Ho, ho, ho's. Which uh, I haven't seen this year. I haven't seen them either. Hershey Kisses in uh, peanut butter cups and whatever wrapped in different colored foils. A lot and of gingerbread flavored, a lot of sugar cookie And not just flavors, things. but just, just the colors. Yeah. They, they do a lot of reds and greens and golds, whether it's with the wrapper or with the, the food right. itself. Right, we can get a bag of M&M's. It's just the red and green. Yeah. So I, was, Reese's. I was very surprised to see goldfish cheddar crackers. Have a red and green variety, and it yeah. is not even like they seasoned them different. It's no. not like cayenne and they rosemary just the color. thing. And and the green. It looks like uh, when you pour them out, it kind of looks like yeah. cat food. Yeah, it definitely got like a little like meow meow meow. They're not meow. vibrant colors, which also might be scarier too mm-hmm. for a cracker. You know what? When you're is trying it- to color stuff green and red. You know, you have to look at the array of colors available, and most of them are not appetizing. No, I mean, this looks like Meow Mix. It's yeah. it's um like a drab olive green and a drab burgundy. It's like a wine, yeah. A burgundy. Yeah, I told color. you these were uh, spinach. Yeah. You would believe, you believe me. Or kale. Yeah. I mean, the flavor seems just a bit off. Maybe it's that's just, just my mind. Off. No, I thought it was just a bit yeah. off, too. They taste, okay. like, they taste like goldfish. They taste like unsalted uh, goldfish just, or something. They don't salted. taste as much as sugar. As sugar. As cheddar. <laughs> sugar on the brain. Look at the mouth I'm of crunching. this red one. Oh, the mouths are more defined than yeah. these. This guy's got like, like they're a, really smiling. They're like, happy holidays, everyone. He's got a super. This def- one has no mouth. Oh, this one has no mouth either. Yeah, this one just has a super defined mouth, and he's red, and he looks like. He looks a little, like, uh, malicious. So, oh, so, my God, look at this one. I was going to say, though, so goldfish crackers, I like you. It says you don't need to go yeah. red and green. But we would be remiss if we did not say that, I don't know when you're listening to this, but Wednesday, clearance sales start. Yeah, you can so, get the holiday peeps. This sure mouth yes. to the other oh. side. Yes. So make sure you run out, find those bargains. Let us know if there are any places we need to check out. I'll, I'll finish this bag, not in one sitting, but I'll finish this bag. It's fine. the crackers. You can lie to people and tell them that they're spinach and beet, and then they won't touch them. But and they don't you can taste have... like that. No, but people won't touch them. If I you would say believe that. that. I actually ate one, and like my mind could play that trick on me. Yeah, where I could tell them it's spinach and beet, like and that. then see who believes you. I would. They, they're not great. So okay, moving on to food news. Yeah. Well, sort of news. Well, you know, because it's a holiday week here for a lot of people who do celebrate. Uh, Much I, more inclusive this time. Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, you know, uh, Danny Hanukkah came and went, and you had a chance to mention that, and you didn't. So you know what? I don't. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> we can all live our lives. The solstices also come and went. Right. Yeah. Days are getting longer here. Oh, in North finally, America. finally, but more than an hour the, of sunlight. Down in the southern the vampire hemisphere. Vampire me loves all the dark. <laughs> oh. Down in the southern hemisphere, their days are getting longer. When it's like five o'clock in the dark, I start smiling. Oh. But we have a lot of listeners in Australia. And so for them, sorry, winter's coming. For us. <laughs> what, are you quoting some famous show there, Danny? No. Winter I'm, is no, coming. He doesn't know I don't know, culture. I don't know anything. But Amy, you mentioned something about Kentucky Fried Chicken last week. They have a Yule log <laughs> that smells like chicken that yes. you can buy. And it's sold out in a day. Oh, yeah, because it sold out during the podcast when we were recording. <laughs> there were seven of them available. <laughs> <laughs> no, there were a lot more. Well, I want to talk about some traditions around the world that different people Fried in different chicken countries. are a tradition? No, but did you know in Japan, Kentucky Fried Chicken, that is a popular place to go. Like, mm-hmm. they change it to Christmas Fried Chicken that day. Oh, is a, it red and green? <laughs> <laughs> I, hope not. I don't think so. But it's popular for people to go there. They can go to... Kentucky Fried Chicken or KFC, whatever they call it, on that day and get cake and wine and fried chicken. Nice. And that's like how they celebrate. We should do that here. Is that like when White Castle goes formal for Valentine's Day? Oh, that's so much fun. I mean, you didn't know that? White Castle Friend, offers. We'll have to have Remember, a Valentine's Day. Like, oh, gosh. You don't like White Castle. You don't, you don't know no, what We talked about this last week. No, White Castle. But we have to have a Valentine's Day since you've never experienced that. Okay. we could, Maybe that'll be our next they have, outing. They have, yeah, they have table service. <sighs> he doesn't want to go with just me. No, oh. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. No. You're not invited, everyone else. Sorry. Like, <laughs> well, you know, he and I already had plans. It was like I hop. Yeah, you you would. Uh, yeah. She's not over that yet. I don't think. No. Um, no, but here, here's it's one. It's been game. a week. It's been a week. It has. It has. So I think I think you probably know this one in Israel, uh, Danny. For Hanukkah. Oh, oh, wait a general. No, 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 no. For Hanukkah. For Hanukkah. What's a traditional Hanukkah food that you would think of? Uh Latkes. Yes, that is the big thing there. Um, Sufganiyot, a.k.a. donuts. Matzo ball soup? Yes, yes. That's, yeah, they're you, jelly donuts. Yeah, I know, they're delicious. I know. Like I would not think those things go together. Really? Do you know the story of Hanukkah? It's all about oil lasting eight nights. I do Wait, know the so, story of Hanukkah. Donuts? Yes, they're How fried. Oh, it's that all, works for they're me. They're fried in the oil <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but those jelly donuts do not last for Sukhanil, <laughs> yeah. If you uh hurry that up eight to, day donut, that would be a miracle. <laughs> if you're in the, a miracle if it lasts that long around any of us. No, we kept eating it and it just uh, never <gasps> Bogarts make Sufganiel. They're basically like a jelly donut, but a little bit more dense. There's a slight difference. Kurinski. The Polish uh, jelly donut, which is so good. <laughs> now in Germany, I was actually thinking about this this week. Christmas sausage? Christmas goose. They still oh, right. they have we don't really have goose here. Uh, I did it once we, with my family. We do have goose, but not like you would it's think. It's not a lot. I mean you, you know hear it, about it in a, a Christmas yeah. uh you know not Christmas you, story, <laughs> a Christmas carol. <laughs> you know where you hear about goose a lot more, no, actually. Christmas story as well, actually. Yeah. Is um in like, ye olden like days? Where, no, like where I grew up in New York and other places where uh, there's an overpopulation of Canadian geese. Oh, those they aren't do, as good. They, you know, but they round them up and they... Um, Don't eat Canada geese. And they eliminate some of them from the population and rather than let mm. them go to waste, they do feed them Can- to there's like, a reason I know this, shelters guys, for Christmas. There's a reason oh, I, why I know okay. this. The Canada geese does not taste as good as your yeah, traditional Christmas. How do you know Christmas. that? Because I've You've had been to Canada. Canada geese. Well, no. my whole point was that they just feed them to the homeless. Well, that's good. But 
Yeah. But here in Germany, at least, I don't know what other people do. Get a different kind of goose. They uh, stuff them with apples, chestnuts, onions, prunes, and then serve it with red cabbage, dumplings, gravy, and sour. Actually, I can see that because goose is is fattier, gamier. I don't know what what you want to call it than like a turkey or a chicken. Yep, definitely. So having like the, the some of the fruitier influences in there could really balance it. Um, Brian's nodding like, yeah, whatever, yeah. move on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to spend too much time on this list here, but Italy, oh, I'm probably not going to say this correctly. Panettone? Panettone? Panettone. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah Panettone. Panettone. Yeah, uh, which the, seems the delightful. Cake. Yeah, it is uh, like a big cake. Yeah, you get them in a big box. Um, they said they have a cassette. Do you want one? But also, I'll oh, bring it to you. Sure, let's go. Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they also have salted cod and calamari, so maybe I Oh, yeah, salted cod it. is a big thing. Not just in Italy, but in other places of the world, it's uh, it does well. You have to like fish. So the news, yeah, is, no. but it doesn't. It's not. It's not so it makes this segment news is that it's news to you. Well, no, it's Amy uh, and I, <laughs> yeah, yes. Amy and I have been like nailing well, no, every no, no, one this of these. This is news. This is experiences. So this is food experiences around okay. the world. How they celebrate the holidays. Costa Rica, I like this one. Tamales. Right. I thought you were saying rice and beans. Oh, tamales no. are because here's a funny story. My mom went to Costa Rica and went to like an eco resort, and um. She usually has like a pretty curious palate, but her one complaint was that they served um, rice and beans at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I'm mm-hmm. like, sounds like Costa Rica. That I have spent time in Costa Rica, and I can confirm that. I could have rice with every meal. Like every meal, red bean, no black beans and rice. And I was so tired of black beans <laughs> by the time I left. Yeah. Uh, England, I think we know this one, Christmas pudding, which is oh. not pudding. No, but it's kind of cakey. I think it's, cakey yeah. pudding, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's very much like raisins and you have plums or whatever. Uh, but but you do set it on fire. I know that much. Oh yeah. Yeah, you use a hot buttered rum that. Uh, of course, the only Christmas pudding I've had is homemade, so maybe it was a good one. I I have relatives from England, and I remember us bringing them bring it to us, and the highlight of it for me was setting that sucker on fire. You love your fire. I do. Wow. You did not know. I'm like. <laughs> I learned that last week when you burned Amy's house down. The well, studio down. <laughs> <laughs> and she fixed the... We never no, did fix that smoke alarm. Still hanging. <laughs> All right. We do need to go to France, though, quickly before Christmas, because they celebrate with... Oh, the Yule Log. With uh, the Bouche de Noël. Yeah. 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 Now, I saw Trader Joe's also has an ice cream flavored like this. As I, I haven't checked. An ice cream log? Or just it, an ice cream flavor? It's ice cream flavored with Bouche, Bouche de Noël. There's a... Uh, Patrick's French Bakery here makes a, a beautiful one. It sounds uh, good. Uh, also has some. For people that don't know what it is, it's like a sponge cake with chocolate buttercream. Yeah, it's like a, a cake the, roll. Yeah, it's cake, like a big Swiss cake, cake roll. roll yeah. yeah. It's and decorated then with to look chocolate like a frosting made to look like a branch. And, the, you know, this is not talking about a lot. What's that? But you set that sucker on fire, it's a Yule log. It smells like chaos. And then you film it and you play it on loop on your TV. <laughs> Um, Mexico, we already kind of said this, but they have um, bacalao, which is salted cod. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. common, very traditional. Uh, Sweden has saffron buns, which I did read a couple of articles, and that's like, um, there are even places in Sweden where the oldest daughter will dress up in white and wear candles on her head and serve their parents this in bed. You know what's weird about that? If it's the oldest daughter... Mm-hmm. Oh, like, but of the children. Yeah, of the children. Yeah. Not like the oldest woman in no, the family. No, 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 no. no, no. Like, where the they're kids. like, good news, bad. They're like, like Aunt Gracie died. <laughs> so uh, we need to measure your head because we got to make you a candle hat. 
because it's not like that. <laughs> uh, in uh, Philippines, uh, roast pig, which I don't think we have a lot here either. No. Um, so I like, I like, it is very common. Yeah, I like pig very traditional. And uh, this is going to make this list, you know, maybe make me question its validity and how common these things are, because for the United States, it says the common uh, thing to eat on Christmas is fruitcake, which I don't know anyone who no. actually likes fruitcake. I know some people that like fruitcake, but that's only you put a lot of booze in your cake. That's or you drink a lot of booze first. I don't know. So I have had fruitcake I like, but it's rare. It's like jujubes or Skittles in it. Uh, My mom laughed the first time I had fruitcake, and I said, you know, this cake would be good if it didn't have all the dried fruit. Yeah. I was a little Just kid. cake, not fruitcake. Yeah. It's cake. So what are your traditional meals? Well, um... For my family, having a Scandinavian background, we, we usually will have turkey, but we also will have uh, lefse, which I know I, I talked mm-hmm. about last year, which right, is a, a potato, potato bread. It's a potato mm-hmm. tortilla. <laughs> Basically. If you ever want to make someone who makes lefse upset, call it a potato tortilla. I mean, that's a good way to describe it. That's not what it is, but <laughs> it's a good way to <laughs> but describe it. But it is what it is. But, you know, when it's made right, it is delicious. So I love that. Um but yeah, a lot of the Scandinavian uh, cookies and and whatnot. But otherwise, what a it's a lot. Eve, of, do you have like a Christmas Eve tradition? Uh, well, usually it's okay. Growing up, Christmas was spread out four days. It was on the twenty second that night. Santa Claus would come on the twenty second. Yeah, the twenty third. It was wow. with my immediate who, family. Who do you have to pay to get Santa to show up three days early? Well, you know, he's busy. He has all those houses to right, get yeah. to. He needs to spread it out. Then uh, Christmas Eve was with my dad's side of the family, and Christmas Day was with my mom. So we spread things out quite a bit. Amy. Uh, Food-wise, we always had some kind of roast, but it wasn't always the same thing. But something you could make gravy with. So mm-hmm. whether it be roast beef, roast pork, a turkey. So that's the general roast beast. Right. Some yeah. And we had, or ham and we had goose things. once. Some creature. Was it Canadian? <laughs> no. That was not Canada geese. It's not a Canadian goose. It's Canada. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um we always have the cut-out sugar cookies that you decorate, and we decorate them. Mm-hmm, right. On the Polish side of the family, we also had kruszczyki, which is uh, also known as angel wings, and they're little puff-fried dough that, despite the ingredients in it, is light and airy and just a dusting of powdered sugar on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, as for – we never did this – we didn't have, like, a Christmas Eve, Christmas Day tradition because we would rotate amongst – the family who had which holiday. Uh, so sometimes, and then when my, um, not to be a downer, but one side of my family died rather young. So uh-huh. before they died, sometimes they were Christmas Eve, sometimes they were Christmas Day, and vice versa. I mean, things got simpler. Yes, Dan- Danny, they got simpler. <laughs> but, Don't uh, look at me that way. Sometimes so, there's a blessing. You know, every cloud has a silver lining. Sometimes, so we didn't always like have a Christmas Eve lasagna, though I tried to make that a thing, a Christmas Eve lasagna. Just oh, so yeah. You know. yeah, that's different. You know, uh, I should say, too, uh, when my immediate family, we still get together on the 22nd, we would go Does off Does still show up? Uh, well, I have a niece, so yeah, it still does, even though, yeah, doesn't need to, but. My mom is like, nope, Santa's still coming. <laughs> um, yeah, but we would go out for pizza. Are you saying when you reach a certain age, Santa doesn't visit you, Brian? Yeah. Yeah, because you get naughtier. 
Wow. Yeah, right? You know, you grew up and, yeah. He's so, like, nope, cross me off the list. So you're a naughty boy. Well, does Santa come for you? I'm yeah. not answering that, especially phrased that way. <laughs> um, oh! So uh, my family, thanks for asking. Well, yeah, because you celebrate, right? We do. We go out for Chinese food every year. I love that idea, though. I love Chinese food. Uh, you know what's food. really weird? There's a uh, a Chinese restaurant near me. I've switched Chinese restaurants. It's weird that there's a Chinese restaurant. No, no, restaurant. no. What's weird is there's one, <laughs> and the place is enormous, and there's hardly ever anybody there. Like Most of the businesses take out. And then Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, it's packed. Like, yeah, their whole their whole entryway, like, you go in there, there's like an hour wait for a table. Um, so I've switched away from that one because to one that's in like a uh, a neighborhood that has less of my people around, so you can get seated more quickly. I did not know this until uh, this year, but pizza is a tradition for a lot of people on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people that want to keep it simpler because right. if they're prepping or, for Christmas mm-hmm, Day, yeah, big yeah. family stuff on Christmas. So yeah, Day. I mean, this is you know we're dropping this on Christmas Eve morning, and later today I'm meeting some friends and we're. Gathering for pizza, although it took me a while to find a a pizza place that would actually be open to like sit down and mm, have yeah. pizza, uh, but found one. And and just side note, uh, because this is dropping Christmas Eve, thank you to everyone who is pausing twenty four hours of a Christmas story to listen to us, or the Yule log, or the Yule log, because you have to pause the Yule log <laughs> to listen to us, right? Or is on a, a road trip and going to visit family, and and you're like, gosh. I could be listening to Bruce Springsteen wish Clarence gets a new saxophone for the millionth time. And and you're not. No. And to those no. of you who are surrounded by relatives that you can't stand and you're listening to us to drown them out, thank you. Thank Shut you. up. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you it's totally cool to be just like huddled in the corner with your earbuds in and talking to nobody. Like I feel you, I've been there. And if I haven't been there, I've wanted to be there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Moving on. So those are traditions and non-traditions, but we've noticed something else start happening around the holidays. These are things that people could do on their own year-round, but the brands start coming out with chocolate-dipped or dipped things like pretzels and potato chips and what have you. Because they're fancy. Because we noticed the chocolate-dipped potato chips around Thanksgiving. I don't understand why that's a holiday thing. I like them, so I don't question it, but why is it a holiday thing? Why is it a holiday thing? The good news is they go on clearance with all the other holiday things. I found Reese's dipped pretzels. The pretzels are from Snyder's of Hanover as well. So you got two brands going on here. Well, Reese's has been sleeping with everybody lately. I mean, you can't throw a stick and find a brand that doesn't well, have a Reese's. Amy brand. called these right off the bat. She said these are going to be a Horeo. And she was right. I, I, I disagree. I will say this. It was more peanut buttery yeah. than I expected. I, I'll say this. I liked them, but they weren't Reese's. I got the Reese's vibe from them. Hmm. For for a, a coating on a pretzel, it was as Reese's as it was going to get. I will say... I do love coated pretzels. That mm-hmm. normally they are uh, more a staple of the bulk foods aisle, mm-hmm. right? There's the uh, chocolate covered pretzel, the peanut butter covered pretzel, mm-hmm. and um, there's the white yogurt. Yeah, the, so the white yogurt one. So I once was at um, a mall where they had like um, basically local chefs competing, like Iron Chef. Mm-hmm. Probably not like the event you attended. Oh yeah, recently. a month or so ago. Yeah, yeah. And so they had a, you know, they usually... Iron those, Fork? Yes. Yeah, this wasn't Iron Fork. I know, was, I'm sorry. I was just jogging yeah. my memory. Go on. It was similar, but then they have a featured ingredient, 
that you have to put into your dishes. Mm-hmm. I went and they made yogurt pretzels, the featured ingredient. Really? And that, they made the that doesn't sh- sound good. No, but so they made the chefs come up with recipes that featured yogurt pretzels, which is just cruel. So garnishing things with them or like putting things around them, like sometimes you get the dip pretzels that have like mm-hmm. M&M's on them look. or whatnot. Uh, the chefs took different approaches. Like okay. they took the yogurt pretzels and like put them into a food processor and ground them into like a powder. So you could use it as more of like a breading mm-hmm. or, a, you know, a garnish, you know, or something that you, you know, to, you know, where they chop them to like or add to a salad. Yeah. Because it was very peculiar, but evil, right? Cause you're prepared for like, Oh, I, I could figure out stuff to do with salmon, mm-hmm. but you're not going to make the yogurt pretzels. You can't was, bake it a little bit or right. you know, do something. You're not going to make the yogurt and, pretzel the star of the show. Right. You've got to find various ways to make the yogurt pretzel the supporting act, which is tougher. Yeah. So you like yogurt-covered pretzels? No. Oh, okay. I was I like, know, not at all. No, the peanut butter ones. Like, the regular just, like, weird beige peanut butter pretzels, that's a guilty pleasure. I, uh, do you like when, the peanut butter-filled pretzels? The pillows? Um, yeah, but you don't find, like, you can't walk through the bulk food section and be like, I'm just going to see if these are fresh and grab a couple yeah. of those. <laughs> mm-hmm. But true. the peanut butter pretzels, you sure as heck can. Oh, I guess I'm not going to buy any. And there's a, there's a big difference between the fill, peanut butter filled and peanut butter coated. Yeah, That's a whole different peanut butter. I don't butter. love the peanut butter filled. I don't hate them, but I don't love it's them. It's not the right kind of peanut butter. Yeah, something it, They could be good. Yeah, it's not always the right kind of pretzel either. I like the, the coated better. Yeah, and and there's... Whether it's chocolate coated, peanut butter, mm-hmm. well, I don't love the yogurt coated. Yeah, I, I feel like you shouldn't love the peanut butter coated ones because it's not really peanut butter. It's... I don't know what that stuff is, but I do love it. Yeah. It's like it's, White Castle. It's like <laughs> a peanut butter flavoring yeah. uh, more than anything. Now, with these Reese's ones here, usually the Reese's name on something means it's not going to have a peanut butter taste. It's going to be peanut butter-esque. I did think these tasted like it. Though. Yeah, they're pretty peanut buttery. Yeah. I will say it's not quite peanut butter cup because the chocolate ratio is off. Right. And I don't think with the coating you can get that really, no. to be honest. No. But I well, like these a lot. Yeah, they're pretty good. Well, the bag describes them as bite-sized pretzels dipped in peanut butter candy and drizzled with milk chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They're so a little almost, bigger than bite-sized. It's almost like a peanut butter fudge that they melted down. Yeah, kind of. It's fine to me. It's just not Reese's. They just put their name on it to tweak sales. Yeah, because you know, I would be more inclined to buy this than peanut butter. Snyder's. Yeah, exactly. So, like, bravo to them because that I would worked. I would save some money and just get them out of the bulk bin, though. I could see that, too. I feel like it wouldn't catch my eye, though. Oh, no. So I can see why they did it. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Sly move by the mm-hmm. the consumer packaged goods people. The flavor kind of reminds me of Reese's Puffs. Oh, yeah. I could see that. I knew something was a little bit off. That's yeah. a sugar cereal, isn't it? Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. That's Danny. why I can't really I'm sorry. Eat. You know, you're an adult now. You can <sighs> eat sugar cereal. But you know what? It's, it's just not something I do. But you have that freedom. You, can't you have that power. Yeah, but I've been conditioned to not. I mean, right? remember when we like took... Like, I'm broken. Remember when we took the... Um, Nutter Butter Minis? Yes, the and the, the grab-and-go cups of Oreos and made cereal out of those. I think that healed your brokenness. Is that how you, you have your cereal back. all the time now, Brian? You don't have cereal, you have the little go cups? Twice. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have an audience the second time? Or were you just alone? 
Just craving. That's maybe a little bit home in my kitchen. Yes. Well, I thought you were going to stay in bed. I was really like, oh, wow. <laughs> in bed with the TV on, <laughs> binging the Great British Bake Off. <laughs> Probably Buffy again. Oh, I was going to say Buffy, Buffy but it's for something else, <laughs> food related. <laughs> okay, so moving on. They're a bit of a Oreo, oh, but they were really good. I liked them. I thought that they were, yeah, quality. Now we had Kit Kat Chunkies oh, from oh. Europe. This segment, we need to have this segment be Americans are missing out because right, we this keep is having snacks. We tried two flavors that yeah. are not available here. Peanut butter, weirdly, why wouldn't that be available here? Well, uh, this, is, this goes back to the great Kit Kat divide. For those who are new to the no podcast. No pun intended with the breakable Kit Kats that divide. For those who are new to the podcast, and apparently host Amy, here's a little refresher. The Kit Kat brand in the United States belongs to Hershey. I know. So all of our Kit Kats are Hershey's. I know. In the rest of the world, Kit Kat is Nestle. Yep. And so they don't cross. They share things. Like there is a Kit Kat Chunky in the U.S., but it's Hershey. And so that's why we can't get it here, because Hershey doesn't love us the way that Nestle loves the rest of the world. But here's the thing. Peanut butter is not nearly as common in other parts of the world. And they made a good peanut butter Kit Kat. Yeah, peanut butter is very much a U.S. thing. So we have Kit Kat So that makes it sound foreign exotic to the international crowd. Maybe. That could be. So so we had Kit Kat Chunky Bars in two flavors. Uh, We had peanut butter and salted caramel fudge. Um, these are from Europe, but they're available worldwide. You can find them on Amazon, not too outrageous of a price. Um, you might even be able to find these in Canada mm-hmm. or Mexico. Yeah, so Kit Kat um, Chunky, search for those. When I did some buy. searching, right, like they, these are available in the Philippines. So they're available in Asia. Mm-hmm. They're available. Yeah. These are available all over the world, just not in Los Estados Unidos. I like these. Los Estados Unidos. Los Estados I like. Los Estados Unidos, yeah. We. I liked the salted caramel fudge, mm-hmm. the peanut butter. So good. So good. Oh, So much better than just the regular old chunky Kit Kats yeah, we have here in the yeah, U.S. Yeah, remember, like, this is up there where they didn't quite, but remember we had the uh, the hot fudge sundae mm-hmm. chunkies from Australia yeah, with, those with the caramel. Those were amazing. I think that's still, like, the top. No, peanut but, butter for me is the top now. But these, yeah, no. you love peanut butter. I do. Let's just give Brian the floor. Yeah, if you like peanut butter Twix, if that is like, oh, those are underrated. Hold on, can you redo that? But like, if you like, if peanut- you like peanut butter Twix, <laughs> you might be a Brian. Right. <laughs> no, but if you do, if that is something that you feel strongly about, that peanut butter Twix need to be more of a thing. More people need to be enjoying them. You need to try these peanut butter chunky Kit Kats. Kit Kats are a candy bar that I am fine with. I'm not going to go out of my way to get one normally, but these are so amazing. Both of them, even the salted caramel and the peanut butter. And so what makes them amazing and what makes them different from what we get is that um, there's three layers of cookie. And then on top of that is a thick layer of the Mm -hmm. flavor. Yes. So when you think of a Kit Kat, you normally won't even register in your brain, oh, there's a layer of chocolate in those. Like, you might know that there is, but you're not probably going to think, oh, yeah, it's wafer chocolate, wafer chocolate. This, you know the peanut butter is there. Right, because this goes... There's a lot. Right, because normally, right, you say it's like wafer chocolate, wafer chocolate, Mm -hmm. wafer, dip the whole thing in chocolate, call it done. 
This is wafer chocolate, wafer chocolate, wafer, giant giant layer of peanut butter, giant layer of caramel. Dip the whole thing in chocolate and call it amazing. Mm -hmm. They're both good. They're both really what they say are. I lean towards the peanut butter as well myself, which is surprising because normally I'm a huge caramel fiend. But I I think I've been coming over to Brian's side of things here with really liking (laughs) peanut butter. Yeah. And we will have in coming weeks... Uh, there's also in these because these are chunky. These are these things are what probably about an inch tall and yeah. an inch wide. They're they're the thick, chunky bars. Um, and more the size of a regular Kit Kat, even the size of a a snack Kit Kat. Uh, they've just introduced through Europe Kit Kat Senses, which takes this concept and brings them down to the size of a regular Kit Kat. And uh, we're we're going to so be. Is it supposed to impact soon. all five senses? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we'll find out. We haven't had them. Technically, yet. it probably <laughs> could because you touch it, you can smell it, you can taste it, you can see it. You can you can hear it when you eat it when you bite yeah, it. Yeah, right. It goes crunch. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, what food doesn't impact all five senses if you play your cards right? Water, popcorn. Popcorn is all over all five. Cheetos are like a total mess of five senses. You know, you, you mentioned popcorn. I just want to give a quick, very quick shout-out to Pop-Tarts, because this previous week, they put the kibosh in someone's idea to have a ketchup Pop-Tart. Just imagine that for a second. It sounds awful in every way, and Pop-Tart I was like, no, this is a horrible idea, people. Could I've, you frost it with mustard frosting? You could. No. Also awful. No. Ketchup. <laughs> okay, uh, this is not at all on the topic of Kit Sorry, it just reminded me. This is not at all on the topic of Kit Kats. It was from but, but popcorn what? to Pop-Tarts Amy, to ketchup. Amy, I need to get this out. <laughs> this is hurting my inside. The dam is bursting. Yes. <laughs> so should I keep interrupting you? Why This is what's like when somebody... Amy tries to start the podcast and you keep interrupting Why? This is that, Have the listeners ever heard of that? They might. Maybe. Um... Danny doesn't listen to the podcast. He doesn't know. I do. I, I'm hearing it live right now. Um, so who decided to mix ketchup and mustard in the first place? And what kind of sadist were they? Well, I mean, it wasn't me. I can tell you that. I know. What do you mean? Mix it in what way? They're in separate containers. No, but like, I'm going to put both ketchup and mustard on this hamburger. Yeah, that's No, good. no. I'm going to put ketchup and mustard on this hot dog. No. I'm going to put ketchup and mustard on anything. No. I used no, to just do no. ketchup, but now I like ketchup and mustard on my hot dog. You know what? You remember when, when Brian took the two cans of whipped cream? I want mm-hmm. to see you do that with ketchup and mustard. <laughs> like just mustard straight up with the mouth. Yeah. I want to see that, too. That's our next video next week. <laughs> You're not going to see it right now. It's only <laughs> no, next much. week. Next well, yeah, week. Because we'll, 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 I don't <laughs> have the good kind of squeeze bottles for that. We'll bring we, we can get that. <laughs> I want quality, guys. Well... I'll do it if you do it. I will not do that. And that's the first time I've said that on this podcast. You will. You that. had durian candy. Come on. And you had how yeah. much wasabi and flaming hot yeah, So that tells you about I how would, nasty ketchup and mustard is. I would do anything for this podcast. Guys, get on Brian's case. won't do that. No, no. You've eaten ketchup-flavored chips. Yes, and that's enough. And mustard-flavored chips. Yes, and that's enough. And mayo-flavored chips. Mm-hmm. So, I'm so why done. Not have my work here is done. Why not just have the real thing? No. Two out of Would three. Would you mix the ketchup and mustard and mayo? Ketchup, mustard, and mayo all at once. 
You took Ooh, the words and then right add out of relish to it. Add some sweet relish to it. How many meatloaf songs do we know? I don't know. I think we're, the, it's running dry. On a hot <laughs> summer night. <laughs> You're not going to call it Paradise by the Dashboard Plate? Yeah, that's the easy one. Because I, you don't consider it Paradise. Yeah. You know what? Like a bat out of hell, let's just end this podcast right now. <sighs> Thanks for listening. For those who celebrate Christmas, have a Merry Christmas. For those who celebrate other holidays, enjoy those holidays. And for, for those, those who don't celebrate anything, who, hey, hey, enjoy the silence. Day. Come and no. join me for pizza today and Chinese tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. Have a great week, everyone.